Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. The cost of applause. Oh, this is going to be a good one, folks. This is going to be a good Every Day is Saturday podcast. Welcome back. Sam Crowley, so great to have you in the podcast. Hey, if you haven't left a rating for the show on iTunes, would you, would you, would you just stop right now? Maybe have pause or make sure you make a note, self, leave rating on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get the podcast from. It helps, it helps, it helps amazing people like you find the show. So if you leave a rating, a review, uh, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. We're going to dive into today's Everyday Saturday podcast, The Cost of Applause. We all want people clapping for us, right? We all want the applause, the standing ovation, all that great stuff. But there's a couple different types of applause. There's that amazing like standing ovation, and it just it reverberates through your heart. And it not it doesn't even need to be literally live event or speaking on stage or anything like that. How about an email? You helped me. You saved my life. You have been such an inspiration to me. That's why, you know, I tell everybody when we start working together one-on-one, imagine getting that email. And you're going to get that email. When you start launching your message, you are going to impact people right away. Through the power of podcasting, if you want to fire out some Facebook Lives, YouTube videos, that as well. But it, it, I always start people with a podcast because it's so easy to do. It's audio. You don't need to get your hair done to do a podcast because nobody sees you. Uh, but if you want to venture out into video and things like that, and then if you love to write, put the same thing out there in writing on social media. How much do we need positive, inspirational uh, content out there right now? Huh? How about times a billion? But then there's that applause where you get it. You get people clapping for you on the outside, but they don't know what's happened on the inside. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever lost a ton of weight and people are clapping for you and clapping? Oh, my God, you look amazing. You're like, yeah, it sucked. The whole product was terrible. I didn't like the person I had to become along the way. And I'm not talking about getting in sustainable, great, exercise shape like I have been able to and I just want to share this with you could kind of a praise report thank you God for this but I have been able to now create the habit of seven days a week doing some sort of exercise mixing it in the gym weightlifting getting back to heavier weights now the gyms have opened back up after corona uh, virus lockdown um, getting into the gym and then running outside summertime just spurs me running i like running i'm gonna tell you why i know you didn't you know subscribe to the podcast for running but i want to share with you why and this is gonna sound i don't know is it gonna sound cheesy Uh, let me just say it you tell me if it sounds cheesy i feel one with uh the earth with god when i'm out running i get such a sense of gratitude now the first 10 minutes is terrible i don't like it i hate it my bones at 52 years old don't they rattle a lot more than they did at 25, I, I notice. 
But after like the 10 to 15 minute mark, it's watch out, baby. You ain't you ain't stopping this guy. And I just love it because now it feels like I got the oil working on the joint. You know what I mean? It's like everything's starting to limber up a little bit. And maybe you get going faster than I do when you if you go for a run, but I don't. I'm not even a runner. I run because I like the cardio. I mean, look, I, I love the sweat, especially in the summertime. Nothing, I don't know. And before noon, I don't schedule really any calls or anything like that, unless it's a client that has to do a call in the morning. Yeah, my man Dan, shout out to Dan. We do calls at 8 in the morning, 7 a.m. his time. He's a maniac, man, that guy. He's got he's onto something special, too, by the way. Watch out for Dan. Watch out for Laura, two clients I'm working with right now. Just off the top of my head, I hate singling out clients. Oh, I should have never done that because they're all amazing. They're all amazing. But anyway, I don't try to schedule anything in the morning. I go for a run or I'll go to the gym. But when I run in the morning, it just feels amazing, man. And, and I love the sweat and just the summertime and nature and God. And I talk to God when I run. I listen to sermons when I run, a scripture. It just, I just, oh, it, it fills my soul. It just fills my soul. That's the best way to describe it. So getting in shape that way, if people were to clap for me, I would receive that in my heart. But eight years ago, I got into, I mean, I was down to 180 pounds. I weigh about 205 now. So I was down to 180 pounds lifting, and I looked great in photos. People were like, oh, my God, Sam, holy cow. And it was a quick high for me. I, you know, my, It was a great ego stroke. But here's what I did. I would run in the morning, just like I do now, but I, would, I, would, I was crazy about it. I wouldn't eat till about, like I'd run, I'd drop my kids off at school around 7.15. I'd go for a run. And I ran a five-minute and 27-second mile. That's what I was really trying to run a mile fast as well. God, 527, good Lord. 527 mile. Now, I didn't run. That wasn't a pace. That was just one. I ran one mile. I want to see how fast I could run one mile. 527 was crazy. Uh, but anyway, I, I wouldn't eat till around noon. My stomach was growling. Then when I ate, I had no carbs. I had no bread, pasta, nothing like that. And I'm not really a bread and pasta guy either, but I like bread I like I love you know what I really love are pitas and I eat pita with hummus I love that you know but I was I was only like I was on a major carnivore diet and at six seven o'clock at night I shut it all down and I remember every night you know kids would be in bed my wife would be in bed reading I'd be downstairs at our old house watching tv and I would go to the pantry and I would just stare at like a single pretzel and I would get it out and I would just nibble on the pretzel and it, it was just like, oh, and I was eating like a bird, like a little chipmunk. And then I would wake up in the morning. The first thing I do, I'd run to the scale. And it was great because I started around where I'm at now, 205. And then I was down to 195. And then I was down to 189. I'll never forget when I saw one and then the number eight. I hadn't seen that since high school. And then I got all the way down in April of 2012. I got down to 181. And I, 179 one morning I woke up I'm like, oh, my God. And if you look at my Facebook all the way back, you'll see eight years ago or even on my Instagram. So I was all about that. And then, you know, like most people that go on, it's not sustainable. And But I was miserable. See, people were clapping on the outside for me that I look great, but they don't know what it was doing to me on the inside. I didn't like it. And you can equate that to a job. What you have to become when you go to a job that you absolutely hate and people are clapping for you. Maybe you made a big sale or maybe you got a big promotion have you know anybody? Maybe this has happened to you. You know anyone that's ever gotten a big promotion and everyone's clapping for them on the outside, but they have no idea that what did that promotion entail? Well, what what happened? What did they have to do? And even more so, who did they have to become 
They had to miss family events. They had to be on an airplane all the time, you know. I had a client a few years back who hired me because he was on an airplane every week and he was viewing his family through photos on his phone and his iPad. That's how he was catching up on events happening in his family. He was as His family was happening, but it was happening for him on an iPad and a phone where we would just scroll for, oh, look at the graduation from preschool. Oh, the ballet. Oh, that's Johnny's baseball game. That's how he viewed his life. So Sam, I don't want to look at my life through an iPad anymore, scrolling photos. I need to make a change. So when you think about getting that applause, make sure it's the right kind of applause. Make sure it's okay to have people clap for you. There's nothing wrong with that. But it can't be a drug to you. It can't be why you do what you do. It's a byproduct of the value that you add and the person that you are. Where people look at you and they want to applaud, then you receive it. And you say, thank you very much, you know. But if it's not congruent with who you are on the inside, that's a different kind of applause, man. You don't want that. You don't want, you know, think about Oprah Winfrey when she lost all that weight. Remember that famous TV show where she carried out a a wagon, like a red wagon full of fat that weighed like 150 pounds. And she said, this is what I lost. And she had those skinny tight jeans on. She looked amazing. Well, what happened? Well, Oprah gained all the weight back. And then in interviews later on, she said she was never more miserable than she was when she was losing that weight. She was... She hated it. She hated everything about it, and she wasn't happy. So be very careful. But everybody clapped for Oprah. Remember that? Everybody clapped for her. They loved it. It made amazing television, standing ovations, but she hated the person she had to become. She didn't like it. And I can relate to that, and you can probably relate to that as well. So here's my challenge to you. Start creating a message and a movement around the applause that you want that's going to go right to your heart and your soul and say, thank you, thank you. I received that. Yeah, I remember a very first speaking gig I did, Kenwood Country Club. Uh, here in Cincinnati, I spoke to the, uh, the employees and the ground crew, ground crew, most of whom didn't even speak English. You know, these are Latinos, Mexicans, Central Americans that were there doing all of the landscaping. And it was a mandatory meeting, which was funny. So, Matt, you got to go listen to this motivational speaker, Sam Crowley. So this was 2006, I believe. And I gave the speech. And even though they did not speak English, they gave me a standing ovation. And I it's, it was the greatest feeling in the world because passion is the universal language of success. I think people, I give a 45-minute, you know, every day is Saturday, it can be for you type of presentation. I'd never spoke formally before in my life. I was scared out of my mind. I mean, absolutely terrified. I still have people contacting me today. No kidding. As recently, recently as six months ago that were at that event, 14 years ago, that were moved by it and want me to speak at one of their events that they run now, you know? And it's because I gave a speech of the person who I was happy with, Sam Crowley, dad. That's it. I launched every day Saturday to be a dad. That's it. I love it. So if you give me a standing ovation for that, I receive that in my soul, the deepest part. You give me a standing ovation because I was a corporate goon who wanted a promotion and yay, I got another promotion. I got another transfer. I'm doing more work for less money. Got to rip my kids out of another school system and move. No, thanks. I don't want that standing ovation. Make sure you're going after the right applause. Okay. And how you get there is by having a message that's so dialed in tight that man, I'll tell you, it just, it works. It just works. It's working with Dan right now, with Laura right now, my man Bob Galetti. You heard him on the podcast, Ian, all these individuals I'm working with. It'll work for you as well. I'd love to chat with you and get started and help you do it faster and better than ever. Just go to launchwithsam.com, book your power call. I will call you and we'll get started. I will call you and we'll get started. Why wait? Like, why wait? 
someday one day aren't on the calendar. Don't get, don't wait. All right, and make sure you're going after the right applause because the person that you become along the way is everything. It's everything. Do it for the right reasons. All right, let's get after it. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.